we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. It is increasingly popular for Christians to join ministries because of selfish ambition. Many believe a pastor or church is what? Successful according to their caliber of wealth, affluence, fame, or following. Consequently, many believers subscribe to certain ministries in hopes of tapping into these so-called successes. That's why this bishop of West Angeles can get up and say what he says against homosexuality and come back to church and not one person's going to have a problem with it. Because Stevie Wonder goes to that church. Robert Townsend. Angela Bassett. Denzel. You think them women going to leave that church? He can get up and say whatever. You see what I'm saying? Affluent people are there. So if I'm there, then I'm prestigious. So it really doesn't matter. The, de- the details don't matter. You see what I'm saying? And that's people joining up with something. I'm sure there's probably some people there that may, may you know, maybe really sincere, I hope. But the majority, no. I'm tapping into that caliber of affluence and fame when I go there. So now I can stick my chest out and say, hey, I go to church with Cat Williams. <laughs> Yay, they are greedy dogs which can never have enough. And they are shepherds that cannot understand. They all look to their own way, everyone for his gain from his quarter. So instead of this even being about God, this is about everyone for his own gain. The postmodern church has likened spiritual gain to earthly riches. Some have assumed that the closer one is to God, then greater is the wealth that one will receive from him. So some preachers are even preaching that. That man, if you just get close to God, he'll multiply your wealth. What? Wasn't the rich man in hell and the poor beggar the one that went to heaven? So which one was closer to God? 1 Timothy 6 and 5. Perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth. Supposing that gain is godliness. From such do what? Get away from them. The Bible does not teach that God rewards all his followers with earthly wealth or equal wealth. Amen? Amen. That don't have nothing to do with it. God never counted godliness as earthly gain. Diligence, faithfulness, and hard work are catalysts for success in the natural realm. Though these traits are usually synonymous with good character, they're not only practiced by godly people. So, I mean, there are Satanists that are diligent, faithful, and work hard and got money. Amen? Non-believers. Oh, homosexuals, they all got money. They got money because they're hard workers. You ever had a homosexual waiter at the restaurant? Who works harder than that? That's one up there. At, uh... <laughs> now, they know when I walk in, his section just shuts off because they know, don't you put G. Craig over there with that boy. Because that boy goes in the back and changes his hair every time he go back there to get something. Y'all know who I'm talking about? His hair changed every time. It's over here, the ponytail. Then it's over here. Then it's two of them. Then he got micro braids. I, dude, how did you have time? 
Then he come back with a lace front. Then he just, yo! Am I telling the truth? Say, this boy's a magician. I don't want a magician handling my food. So as soon as I walk in, he look and then he just, he's like, you know. And I be saying, I be in the back my mouth and you know, you stay away from my stuff. <laughs> you over the top. And I told him, I had a talk with the manager a couple of times. I said, look, look, I don't have a problem with the dude being gay and working here. I mean, that ain't, I, that, that's food service. I ain't, I ain't trying to run a revival at Cheesecake Factory. I said, because there's some gay ones, there's a lesbian lady. She does real good when she serves us. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't, it ain't about that. I just don't want this dude changing clothes and hair in between. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, he's. He's a little over the top. I said, yes, he is. I don't need a show with my food. <laughs> I don't need a performance. Dude, I'm trying to eat. But they make the best service people. Because they work hard because they know they have to have money to fund their cause. That's why they act like that. Oh, yeah. So they work hard. So, you know, these things, diligence, faithfulness, hard work. These are the catalysts for success in the natural realm. Anyone can use them and be successful. Proverbs 22 and 29. Seeth thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. So if he's diligent in his business, he's going to be successful. Amen. Jealousy and envy. I can't wait for part nine because I talked about this and this. Money should never indicate whether one has a relationship with God or not. Even in the world, there are people that are financially wealthy, but they are all spiritually poor. Proverbs 15 and 27, he that is greedy of gain troubleth his own house, but he that hateth gifts shall live. And when it says hateth gifts, it means he that is not looking for gifts always looking for somebody to give them something. People in the church should never covet or desire the financial wealth of others in the body of Christ or in the world. The spirits of jealousy and envy cause people to wrongly desire the possessions and even the talents and gifts of others. Amen? And so, God is going to use people and your best bet is to just pray that he uses you in the way he wants to use you. Amen? If you're not a pastor, don't you start a church? Why would you do that? Why are you starting a church and have no word from nowhere? It just bothers me people just think they can just start a church. You can't just start a church. It doesn't happen that way. Amen? It, it doesn't happen. To, it, it, and what really gets me is people that just, I'm just going to be a famous musician. Really? It, you can't make that happen. Somebody could take you and set you in front of CeeLo Green and you can perform. And that's not going to get you anywhere. It just doesn't work that way. It doesn't. It, you, you can't make your destiny like that. You can't make things happen that way. So the best way, the only sure way of anything happening is to follow God's plan for your life. Amen. That way you know you'll end up where God wants you to be.
Amen, young folks. Got a lot of young folks in here, so don't you be working on no secret record. Mixtape. If I could just get this in the hands of Lecrae. Then you're going to give it to another artist? If it's good, he's he going he to steal it. Amen. I remember I was with this, uh, I was a part of uh, this pastor's ministry. He's a world famous singer and songwriter and all of this. And his minister of music wanted to get on TBN. And he, and he got up in front of the whole church and he told him, he said, man, you want to get on TBN because you feel like it's going to blow you up. And he said in front of the whole church, he said, look, I'm going to let you go on TBN in my spot and perform. He said, but ain't nothing going to happen. He said, nothing's going to happen because that's not what God has called you to be and God has called you to do. It ain't going to happen that way. Man, he let the dude come on there. We ain't heard from him since. <laughs> but you just, are you not going to get a break, catch a break? Not God's way. Now, of course, you can OTO, Illuminati, and all of that. The horns of Baphomet. Take those to bed and wake up with something. But as far as just somebody discovering you and you waiting on your chance and all that, no, the kingdom of God doesn't work that way. Amen? Hard work, diligence, it works the same way. You can't work a steady job? Then how do you expect God to just make a way for you to have, have a bunch of money? You can't wake up in the morning? Can I tell the truth in here? Folks, expect something without doing anything. You're going to try to defy these principles. People in the church should never covet. The spirit of jealousy and envy caused people to wrongly desire possessions and even talents of others. The same twin spirits deceive people into thinking that they are deserving or worthy of things that they crave to satiate their lust. Jealousy and envy can cause people to join fellowships for the sake of potential gain instead of service. Ezekiel 33 and 31. And they come with uh, come unto thee as the people coming, and they sit before thee as my people, and they hear thy word. So this means they'll plant themselves right there in the multitude, in the congregation, in the church. They look like the other people that's coming for Jesus. They even s- sound like the people that's coming for Jesus. They look like they're coming for the word. They, hey man, I, I'm, I'm coming for the word. But they're not going to do it. For with their mouth, they show much love, but their heart goeth after their what? covetousness. Yeah. See, I've had a lot of people move down here and do this. Not a lot. I take that back. Few, just a few, just a few, but they moved down here because it was a DX ministries moment. And so they thought, Oh, I'm, I'm going to tap into this EX ministries resource and have something one day or, 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 or move it. And I'm like, dude, this is a church, man. They're trying to worship the Lord here. You know, people look at it on video and stuff, and they, they, they think, they come down here, they're going to drive up to a skyscraper, EX Ministries headquarters. It's like, dude, EX Ministries is virtual. You can't even find it. Where is it? <laughs> Had one dude, man, God gave me a vision, and he showed me a skyscraper. It was EX Ministries, and we was all in there. The, uh, uh, I was in there. <laughs> Teton had an office and Will and Wendell and you. And on my floor, I was like doing this research. And we, 
I said, bro, you had a vision that the visionary didn't have? <laughs> he had big plans, didn't he? And, you know, and I'm, I'm just, the way I think, as soon as you start thinking of skyscrapers, I'm thinking rent. I mean, I'm going to be preaching every day, every night. You know how I many videos I'm about to do? Oh, no. That's from say That's Beelzebub vision. Who's going to pay that rent? <laughs> and the utilities? Oh, no. <laughs> I remember people, they, they get like that. And they, so, so they want to connect with it because they think it's going to somehow... Y'all understand what I'm saying? But it's about, look at somebody say, it's about the word here. It's about the word here. Jealousy says, I want what you have. And then envy comes behind it and says, I will destroy your possessions and even you. Because I do not have your possessions and I am not you. That's envy. That's why the Bible is like, it just basically says jealousy and envy is the worst thing. Because this started the fall. Can you imagine? Y'all just, just think about it. You in heaven. With God. And God made you. You an angel. He made you. And you looking at him like, I want to be, I, I think I want to be God. How do you? God kicks you out. Just the ability of being kicked. <laughs> Reality should have set in and said, I'm kicked out. That means that the only reason I was there is because he let me be. <laughs> and now he's kicked me out. So that must mean that I'm not him. And I can't be him. Because if I could be him, I wouldn't be kicked out. And so the devil, Isaiah 14 11, I will ascend. I'm going to be like the most. Dude. Jealousy and envy. Started the fall. And it's caused every fall of man. Every one of them. These spirits are usually birthed in a person when they view another's gain or wealth as unfair. Yeah, it's always unfair. I see what somebody else has. That's unfair. Where is mine? Oftentimes, jealousy and envy possess people because they constantly compare themselves to others and subsequently feel less than. Acts 17 and 5. But the Jews, watch what these Jews did. And I had never seen this passage before till I started studying it. But the Jews being moved with envy. Look, being moved with envy, which envy means I'm going to destroy what you're doing and destroy your possessions because I don't have them. So being moved with envy, they took with them certain low persons. So they went to the low people and took certain low persons from among the common people and getting together a great number of people made an outcry in the town, attacking the house of Jason with the purpose of taking them out to, yeah, the apostles were preaching and they couldn't do nothing with the apostles. And so they gathered groups together of people and started murmuring against the apostles. And started making up stories and rumors and lies to turn the people against the apostles. So when the people would come, this outcry was going forth. And they were being attacked. Y'all see that envy causes people to do that. Causes people to gather a mob, basically. Or create a mob to come against you. 
just because they don't have what you have. Prosperity preaching. And this is the problem right here. Many churches are full of members that have positioned themselves for the gain that they feel they deserve from God and man. They feel that their hard work and dedication to the ministry or their great supernatural gifting should warrant them financial gain and prestige because somebody is preaching that. Proverbs 1 and 19. Such is the fate of all who are greedy for gain. It ends up robbing them of life. A preacher up preaching. You're going to get this. You're going to get that. All you got to do is just be faithful to the ministry and faithful to the church. See, when I blow up, we all blow up. Right. In the end, it's going to be TNT, Jack. But that's what they preach. So a lot of people begin to follow that. And see, this is the time of year when they're going to start taking advantage of everybody. Because people want to multiply their finances real quick. So they're looking at BET one night and then Peter Popoff come on. He pops on. Mike Murdoch and oh, Lord. And they all just, oh, there's some thieves. Thieves in the temple. And they come on and, oh, if you just give and, oh, I'll send you a prayer handkerchief that was prayed on by old mother bishop when she was crossing (laughs) I mean they just come up with all kinds of just stories and things to take people's money and but that's what they do and so people give into that expecting a return and they begin to follow these preachers but what it does the, 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 the saddest part is it raises the greed or expectancy of the people and then the people are disappointed after they've put in work people work for the church, do things for the church for, you know, six, seven years straight and they still don't have the money they think they ought to have, they blame it on God. God, I've been faithful. Look at the stuff I've done. Where's my money? Because somebody raised their expectation up to think that godliness was going to equal financial gain. Bro, was you working a job this six years? Fallacious. Prosperity messages can cause people to believe that they should miraculously and mysteriously receive wealth from God. <laughs> Miracle wealth. How many, has that happened to people before? Anybody? Anybody went to their, their, their uh, mailbox and got a check for $10,000 and don't know where it came from? I hear that testimony all the time. I'm trying to figure out, how do you cash a check that you don't know where it came from? <laughs> I thought that was like an important step. I got a check in the mail for 10 grand. I don't know where it came from. Did you read the check? Money should never be used to lure people to God. On the contrary, God gives us health, strength, and intelligence to earn a living or create a livelihood. God instructs his followers to diligently do what? Work. How many of you got to work? Let me see your hand. How many of you don't have to work at all and all your needs are just mysteriously and magically met? every month. But they preach it like it can happen. God instructs his followers. Oh no. On the contrary, God gives us health, strength, and intelligence to earn a living or create a livelihood. God instructs his followers to diligently work on their secular jobs and conduct what? Wise business and financial deals in order to provide for their needs. You want a house? Work. Save. And you can't be looking at what others are doing and what others 
When it's your time, it's your time. Amen. So don't let a, a ministry provoke you because, y'all, this is house season. This house season. Come on, get on the music. This house season. God's going to just start raining down houses. Then I'm getting out the way. And they do that, y'all. That is so sad. Oh, yeah, brother, how many people? How many people got a house? How many people? Then the people that don't have a house, they're like, oh, what a, no, come on. We got a line. We got a house line. Come on for prayer. When I lay hands on you, a house just. What happened to working and saving? See, I got to preach like this because we got a lot of young people in here. So you start hearing a lot of house and this and house and, and folks, where's mine? Where? Take your time. So take your time. Now, I'm not saying don't get one. Get one when you can get one, but make sure it's your time to get one. That's all I'm saying. Take, look at somebody say, take your time. Second Peter 2 and 3. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not and their damnation slumbereth not. So they're going to make merchandise of you because of covetousness. But it's not just the preacher's covetousness. It's your covetousness. They can't make merchandise. <laughs> they can't make merchandise out of you unless you're covetous. Yeah, it's the people that heap upon themselves the teachers. Now, these teachers wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for the people. All those people want it like that. When leaders motivate people by promising them financial gain, they cause individuals to use God instead of serve him. Those that are motivated by money serve money. They are constantly trying to measure themselves by others and striving to get what others have. And that's a bad way to be, to be motivated by money. Bible says no man can serve two masters, for either he will love one, hate the other. You cannot serve God and the God of money. Summary. Name it, claim it. Remember that song? And the song came on so depressing. I mean, you knew something was wrong with it. Don't, 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 don't. Name it. Something have to be wrong with this. Claim it. It's yours. It's yours. No, it's not. That song is a lie. That old phrase, name it, claim it. Anybody got caught up in the name it, claim it 80s? If you're old enough. Yeah, you did. You're just looking at, oh, oh man, that's a nice watch. That's mine. God going to give it to me. What you doing, man? You like, what you doing? <laughs> they had us doing some dumb stuff. <laughs> I'll at the car dealership getting arrested. Man, don't you you want one more one more lap and I'm calling the cops. <laughs> Get out of my yard. Get out of my yard. <laughs> Name it, claim it, and what gets on the head gets on the body are both out-of-context motivational buzz phrases. They don't make any sense whatsoever. What gets on the head gets on the body. These are lies. No believer, whether pastor or laity, should seek riches or fame. 
God never promised that what we name and claim we receive. Furthermore, he never said that what the pastor or leadership has, the congregation will have. God is what? And he grants certain resources to certain people in order for them to do what he desires to be done. God does not give us money because someone else has it. Therefore, if you expect to receive something from God because someone else received it, then you are covetous and the spirit of Cain, jealousy and envy, has invaded your heart. Cain killed his brother because of envy and jealousy. Yeah, he was envious of God's treatment. And all he had to do was do what God wanted and he would have got the same treatment. But instead, he killed his brother. Took his life over envy, over envy and jealousy. And when the spirit invades your heart, you'll take people's lives. And you may not do it physically, go kill them, but you'll kill them with your words. You'll start talking against them because of what they have and what you don't have. You start making them look bad. And also... God does not override the laws that he established in the land. In regard to business and finance, if one does not work, then one does not what? Eat. Additionally, if one does not work diligently, one will not get promoted. If you are not good in business planning and financial budgeting, you will struggle financially no matter how much money you earn. We should never follow people because we feel that we can get what they have. So even in a church setting or whatever, even we, we, sh we shouldn't covet like that. We should make sure that when we come into church, we come to church for the word. And our eyes aren't on people's possessions. We should never join a ministry because we feel that it will bring us wealth and prestige. God should never be used. We must keep our eyes off others and focus on God's plan for us. Faithfulness, diligence, and humility are the keys to having spiritual and earthly gain in this life. Humility is very important if you plan to be used by God. 1 Peter 5 and 2. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly. Not for filthy lucre or financial gain, but as a ready mind. Amen. And I'm very careful with EX ministry. I'm very careful with ABC and all that stuff. And I'm very careful even with my language. I remember a guy that, that, that was with our uh, ministry years ago and, and, and left. Me and him got into, it, got into an argument. I told the men this, a little of this uh, in the heroes, but we, you know, we, we got into it because... He was like, dude, you know, man, dude, I, 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 I help, I, I help build EX Ministries, man. I, I help. And I was like, he's like, dude, I, I help build it. I just, and I was like, dude, you, you speak in language that I don't even use. I don't say I built it because it's God's. God built it. And so I'm very careful with that kind of language when, because that, that brings about covetousness to make me think God owes me something. And I know God don't owe me anything. I'm so thankful for what he gives me. Because I don't deserve it. And I didn't earn it. 
I didn't earn his favor. He chose me to do this. Y'all see what I'm saying? So you got to be very careful with your language when it comes to ministry and what God is doing. Yeah, we're all partakers and members together and we all are doing things for the Lord, but we want to keep it doing it unto the Lord and not unto ourselves for some kind of gain, some kind of notoriety or position. No, we do it unto God and keep it unto God. Amen? Everyone stand to your feet. And one thing I learned at a very young age was to be content with the things that I have. I learned that at a very young age, to the point where sometimes folks thought I was lazy. They did. They thought I was lazy because I wasn't out there trying to get what they had. But I've never been motivated by what other people were doing. And you can't be either. Amen? You can't be motivated by what you're seeing. There's some young folks in here that, 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 that are buying homes right now. You just got married and you feel like you ought to. No, no, take your time. Get your eyes off them. Because you don't know their situation. You don't know how they're buying that. Folks, I ain't. <laughs> Y'all tell this is personal for me. Amen. Because people just, they see what you have sometimes and they just assume certain things. And you don't know. You don't even know. And I thank God for the men that were able to speak these things into my life as I was getting, you know, growing into ministry. And they would always tell me these things and, 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 and keep me, you know, understanding, man, no, 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 don't get your eyes off people. Don't, 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 don't fret yourself with what others are doing. Don't think about what others are doing. No, you do it when you can do it. You do it. Everything's a cinch. What? Inch by inch. Everyone bow your heads. God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for this group of young people here and all of those that you have brought here, God. I thank you, Lord, for all the visitors we have this morning. God, I thank you, Lord, for this, this message because I believe, Father God, that this is the catalyst for most of the divorces, separations, and bad relationships, God. Even the statistics said that the number one cause of of divorce in this nation is not infidelity, but it is financial issues. And so, God, we know that this is a big deal in our society because Facebook and Instagram and all social media tries to keep us focused on what others are doing. And then reality shows and everything, just showing us what everyone else has. And God, this builds up covetousness. And then when we get under pressure, Lord, envy and jealousy will set in and We'll believe that others ought to give us things and we ought to get things. And because we're connected with this or connected with that, we ought to have this or that. But God, we can't defy the principles that you have set in order for us here on earth, God, as far as being diligent and working hard. So God, we want to keep those things our focus and let the spiritual be spiritual. Help us, Father God, in the spiritual things so that we can just be better people. And understand the principles that come with success in this life. God, I pray right now, Lord, that no one here will be led astray by a wind of doctrine that is preaching a prosperity message that is unbalanced. Or a message, Father God, that is unfruitful. Or a message that is of Satan that teaches that godliness and gain are equal. Father God, 
I pray that no one will be led astray by this. I pray that no one will be led astray or even hindered by a covetous person, Father God, that has their eyes on things instead of what they should have their eyes on, God. We don't want anyone, Father God, deceived even in this season, this season of giving and receiving. So keep us, Father God, and help us to take this message to heart so that we'll understand that one thing has nothing to do with the other. God, we're responsible in the natural realm, and you do bless us and help us when we give to you. You said you would. You promised it, so we understand the principles. But, Father God, we must work and be diligent in business to have success in this life. But to have success with you, we must follow your word. So I pray right now that we will have that balance here at ABC, and we will understand it fully. In Jesus' name. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.